From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Chris. Uh, Forum for the Fans, Blue Blue Show, Big Blue Roundtable. This is Steve, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Week 7 versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, looking at some of the tape from the last couple of days, uh, especially more Jacksonville. I, we already know the stakeholders are going to come from a Giants perspective, so I always try to give a uh, a uh, alternative perspective from the other team and I have some balance, some discussion on the show. Um, there's some things that I like what I uh, what I saw out of the Jaguars, and then there are some things I think can be exploited, uh, and definitely will bring those questions. Matter of fact, uh, if everybody can bring their question to the table tonight, so we could get that dialogue going, you know, don't wait on myself or don't wait on Chris to, uh, uh, you know, you know, ask questions or whatever. Like, bring a question to the table. It's something you thought of that you want to get a uh, an opinion um, from another stakeholder. So don't just show up and just be like, hey, you know, you're here, you're just here. No, bring a question for what you expect to see or a question that you have uh, to another stakeholder, a fan, as far as how they see the game. Uh, so... You know, I have my questions from the Jacksonville Jaguars perspective for the game on Sunday, and I hope uh, everybody else has theirs as well. I'm, I'm, uh, I was out of it yesterday after that uh, post game yesterday with the hoops. I was out of it. I'm just getting a little bit better. I'm all right, a little bit better. Um, but let's get into it, man. Because listen, I gotta be honest. Like, I wish I was not on tonight. Because the Yanks are on right now, Rangers are on right now, NBA games are on right now. I, I, we're going to get out. We're going to get. You know what I'm saying? This time slot it's, it's, it has its advantages and its disadvantages. Oh, Saturday, uh, Thursday night football with Saints Cardinals comes on immediately after we're done. Listen, I have my thoughts, man. But let let's get everybody on, man. Uh, in a roll call. Uh, oh, oh, four games this week. Uh, I still didn't do the point total. So, oh shit. Damn, and it's another thing, right? I got to catch up with you guys on the confidence points totals, but here's the four games. You can write it down. So by the time we get to 7.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, the the four games is Colts at the Titans, uh, Falcons at Bengals, uh, Jets at the Broncos, and then, of course, Giants at Jaguars. Four games, Colts at Titans, uh, Falcons at Bengals, Jets at Broncos, J- uh, Giants at Jaguars. Let's get everybody on, get a roll call, and then after that, we will, uh, you know, you know, get these questions popping, get this conversation popping, man. Uh, Giants and Jaguars, week seven. Uh, so, let's see. Carl, what's up? At the C notes on Twitter. Twitter, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, a pleasant good evening, Steve. I got a few minutes here before the baseball game comes on, so let's uh, good to hear everybody. And uh, hey, it should be a fun weekend for the folks that are flying down uh, to Jacksonville this weekend. All right, shout out to Carl, and um, look forward to getting your thoughts on the matchup. Um, week seven versus the Jaguars. Shout out to Carl. Let's see. I see. Uh, I see. I think that's LB. What up, Lady Blue? How you doing? 
Hello, hello. How is everyone this evening? Happy Friday Eve. Happy Friday Eve. How you doing? Good? I'm looking forward to this weekend very much. Oh, I bet you are. <laughs> I bet you are. Shout out to Lady Blue. I hope I would get your questions. I'm looking forward to, you know, your thoughts on the game, um, you know, as far as versus the Jaguars. So let's uh, let's go to uh, who's next in the queue. I saw Ray coming. Ray, what's up, man? How you doing? Welcome back. Yo, what's good, everybody, man? Listen, these Giants, man, they surprising. They shocking the whole world, man. <laughs> What up, Ray? What up, what up? What's good, everybody? What's up, no here, man? Look at here. Get to here again. Thank you. Got questions for you, too, Ray. Got questions for you, man. Make sure you have your questions lined up as well for the roundtable. And, of course, Bakes from the Frontliners. uh, Frontliners uh, on Instagram and uh, Frontliners NYG on Twitter. The Facebook fan page, The Frontliners. What's up, Bakes? How you doing, man? What's good, family? We are hours away from the takeover. The Jacksonville invasion is about to go down. All right. Shout outs to um shout outs to Banks. Thank you very much. And uh Mr. Optimism himself, he's been right all along. Let's give him his just due. Billy Bob is on here on the round table. What's up, Billy Bob? How you doing, man? Man, good evening, Steve. How y'all doing, man? Hey, listen, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Listen. When you and Chris is on the show, dog, I feel great, dog. I hope both y'all on today. But how y'all doing? Before we, before we, before we what, talk about opportunities say, today. What, why do you say that? I, it, just, it feel like it's home. It's home. It's like, it's like you know how you just want to be like, okay, I'm home. Like, it's good to hear y'all voice. That's what I be feeling like, bro. Uh, oh, okay, no doubt. I mean, you know, weekly talk, you know, weekly talk and, um, you know, chop it up about our team. I'm kind of conflicted, to be quite honest with you, Billy Bob, when we get to the picks, because I'm superstitious. You heard me say it week after week. I want to keep the winning going, and I only know one way is being insane with my picks. I will pick against the Giants if it means continuing to win, but I might just put the low point uh, confidence on it so I don't get too much of a blow. Uh, wherever I'm at in the standards. So that's kind of my thoughts on that. Because deep down, I probably want the Giants to win or think they could win, but I still will go against them as long as they continue if that makes sense. I'm fucking superstitious. Yeah, no, no, but... I feel you. I, I, I feel you because <laughs> I've been kind of confident with mine, so I'm going to stand, stand on it, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to have a doubt, but ever since you've been going against them, I've been feeling great. So just keep it that way, you know what I'm saying? Until yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Let's get into it. Um, we'll start off the call, but Carl, I was looking at um some of that Jaguar Colt game. Uh, seeing the Jags play a lot of man coverage, man, and they got some decent players, man. Uh, especially on uh defense, I like Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd is a guy. He's their leader, in my opinion, on their defense. Uh, Fuseke uh Odulokin is also a mean son of a gun as well. Their safety play. It looked the suspect on that last drive versus the Colts. I don't know what the fuck Rashawn Jenkins was thinking, leaving one-on-one coverage with Mike Pittman, uh, <laughs> with Mike Pittman and um, Shaquille Griffin on that game go-ahead touchdown for the Colts. But the but the but that's on the defensive side. But on the offensive side, Carl, um, 
I, they actually have three good running backs. They got you could say two and a half. They got Etienne, who was from Clemson, that was uh, uh, Lawrence's uh, running mate those championship years with Clemson. Then you have um, James Robinson, who they're really big on, and they're like they're almost like the same back. They're both middle sized guys who are kind of quick in between tackles. And they're very good on the screen game. And I'm worried about if our defense is going to hold assignment against their screen. Uh, but, but Carl, you're, let's do this. We'll go through the we'll go through the um, the order. You know, you say what you think. You know, for your four minutes on the matchup. And then, if you have a question for Lady Blue, we can go from there. I'll, I'll hold off my questions before we go back around the, the second time. But Carl, what's your thoughts on week number one? Everybody who's not speaking, go on mute and cute, including me, so you can limit that. You know, I probably won't need four minutes uh, on this particular uh, situation. It's, a, it's an interesting thing. You know, Jacksonville, the first couple of weeks were looking impressive, and it looks like they were going to try to do that again in Philadelphia. But it seems like things have kind of come a little – I wouldn't say off the rails. Probably not the right, um, the right answer to, to, to the question. Um, a lot of their issues that I've noticed has been focused on turnovers. Uh, in the game a couple weeks ago against Philadelphia, I think they turned it over five times. I have to take a look and see how many times they turned it over uh, in the game against uh, the, the Colts. It looked, it looked like they were on pace to win uh, until that last second drive that the Colts used to, to rally. So that's probably one of the things because play for play, as I was looking at some of their metrics for the year, they have been really good. So they've, that tells me when that situation happens that they've had some unfortunate you know, bad breaks the ball is just unfortunately bounced the other way, but if they just continue to play at the at at the rate that they had been playing, it just sort of minus the turnovers that they should be in a in a good position. Um, the one thing that I did notice um, with Lawrence, uh, and it's something that probably we should look at coming into Sunday's game, is you know I don't know if it's his hands that are really small, but he seems to have the ball come out of his hands for fumbles a lot for whatever reason. Um, and perhaps if you're just using it as a key for Sunday, you know, if you can just – you don't even have to necessarily sack um, Trevor Lawrence. You know, the folks were talking, I think it was last week either that or Sunday, about, you know, the, you know, would you rather have sacks or would you rather have hurries? You know, if you can just touch him, you know, and just sort of make contact um, with, his, with his arm, you know, you might have a situation probably once in this game where the ball comes out. And that could be the difference in the game. So that's something um, that you, to look for. Uh, the Jacksonville running game has been very good this season. They've been pushing off 20-yard runs, uh, I think as high as anybody in the league. I think that that's seven of those runs this year, while the Giants have allowed the most 20-yard runs of any team on defense this year. So that kind of, you know, if, if you're looking for a path on that side, perhaps, you know, a long run, you know, or a couple of, you know, just big runs that, that can kind of maybe turn the table. But on the other side for the Giants, you know, just being able to uh, stay at a long yardage, that's probably the one thing I could see to avoid because uh, early on when Jacksonville was really doing well, they were really getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback, uh, particularly game against uh, San Diego, not San Diego, L.A. early on against uh, Philadelphia, and even in that game against the Colts a bit as well. So that's probably one thing to sort of stay away from because they do have young defenders that can play and move around and, and fast speed. So if you're just trying to play both sides of the, of the coin, there's ways on both sides for both teams to, to win. And I, I do find it a little 
almost like a sucker's bet when I looked at the point spread of this game. If you may notice, the Giants are an underdog in the game, despite the fact that they're 5-1, and one, which as someone who gambles um, and, and dives into, into the aspects of that, um, that number a lot, um, I find that very interesting that that is the case. Um, I'll, just, I'll just put it that way. <laughs> that might be something for Billy Bob to go to Vegas and hold the whole city hostage. Like, if we're five and one, you're still in. He can use all those opportunity <laughs> stocks that he's been that he that he's got shares of right now, and be able to cash that in if he wants this week. I agree. Uh, crypto level too. Now, Carl, we could go to Lady Blue, but let me ask. Well, that's the thing. Like, even there was a big run. Uh, in that Jaguar game last week versus the Colts, the third running back had like a big run. Uh, Jamichael Hasty. See, that's the thing about this team. Like, all three of them dudes are interchangeable, and I don't think the giant defense, if they see guys substitute, don't take a guy coming in in the backfield for granted because all three of these dudes could get you, they could gas you. All three of them Hasty, Etienne, James Robinson. But you have a question for Lady Blue? I did. Um, you know, Jacksonville defensively is a very young team. Um, you know, I mean, young and talented all at the same time. Um, usually a veteran team would be able to sort of take that advantage of their youth and make it work against them. Um, Label, when you look at the game and the defense of Jacksonville, what do you see as a thing or two that the Giants can do from, a, from an offensive standpoint, kind of in a chess game, to sort of get a young Jacksonville defense um, sort of thinking um, in, in a way that gets them sort of uh, either A, out of position, or B, forcing them into uh, schematic mistakes? Well, I can tell you that Jacksonville defense right now is super cocky, especially on the news. I mean, they're point blank saying that they're not scared of Saquon Barkley, even, I mean, and they're, they're not and they don't think that they'll have a ton of trouble against Barkley because they only held Jonathan Taylor to 54 rushing yards in week two. I mean, they're just, they're cocky. They're very cocky. They're young and cocky. So we just need to take the ball and shove it down their throats to shut them the hell up. I'm tired of listening. I mean, since I live here, I hear it. I mean, on the news, on the Jaguar channel. I mean, it's just crazy. That they're not afraid of the Giants. The Giants are a horrible 5-1 and one team, and they should have no problem containing Barkley because their defense is, is point on. And I'm like, yeah, okay. If you guys were so point on, then you shouldn't have lost half the games you've already lost because you had a lead. But I think we just need to ram it down their throats to shut them up, basically. I mean, they're using the media to hype up this town, and it's literally sickening i mean it, it really is <laughs> i just i just want them to kick their ass this sunday because i just i'm tired of hearing it um i honestly think i mean i think our offense could should stop them yeah they're young they make mistakes and we just like i said we just need to shut them up quickly i mean if we if we have been playing for the first time in 10 years consistent 60-minute games of football. We just need to continue what we're doing and let Jacksonville implode like they always have been all year so far. And, yes, 
Lawrence has an issue with holding on to that ball. So if, if our defense can get to him, hell, even if Thibodeau can get to him, we can guarantee he's going to fumble the ball a few times if we can get to him. I mean, yeah. So as far as our defense, our defense, our defense and our secondary needs to play better because their wide receivers are, I think they're taller than our cornerback. So we need to be careful. Um, And the way Jacksonville has playing also, because Lawrence is not that confident in himself, he's actually forcing more pass interference penalties than a lot of other quarterbacks. He's underthrowing the ball. He's overthrowing. I mean, what he's doing is like an evil genius sometimes, getting pass interference penalties against the defenses. So we just need to be mindful and careful of that also. And we need to cut out our own penalties. But like I said, I think we have an awesome chance. I'm looking forward to the game. I'm looking forward to having everybody here, either during or after. Like I said, everybody going to the game. I've gotten a lot of confirmations that they'll be here after the game. And I'm looking forward to seeing my Bleed Blue family. That's all. Like I said, I miss my family. I haven't seen anybody in over four years. So I'm, I'm ready. And I just need us to win so we can shut this town up. All right, you have a question. For, who's next? You have a question for yeah. Racing, uh, Lady Blue, on the game? Um, what do you see of how we can, our offense can get through and and uh, decimate their defense? That's a good question. Well, let, let me answer Lady Blue's question first. I feel that we just got to keep running the ball with Saquon and put it down their throats like we've been doing all season. And play action. Play action's been working. Um, for As far as the game goes, I feel that, you know, it's going to take us the, the – Trevor Lawrence been fumbling a lot. I feel that the Giants' defense, they need to pressure him the whole game. Well, it's blitzing him through the sides, through the middle. Just just mix up the blitzes, but just confuse him enough for where he can turn the ball over. And we don't even got to sack him. It's just keep putting that pressure on him, and he's bound to make a mistake sooner or later. So that's going to be the key for our defense. Now, our offense – just keep but what's been working all year, man, play action, you know, running it with Saquon, you know, maybe a gadget player two here and there, but just keep bringing it down the field, keep scoring points. That's the only way we're going to win. Like, I can't believe we're underdog. We're 5-1. and one. We still underdogs. Like, that's blowing my mind. That's mind-blowing right there. But that's the key. I know they got a young defense and all, but – they 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 they're not scared of Saquon. They, this ain't the Saquon from last year. This is the Saquon from his rookie year when he was a monster, and he's showing that he is a beast again. So Giants, well, that's all they need to do, man. Just keep doing the formula that's been working all season. And man, I mean, we 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 don't come back from three games already this year by ten points. So. I'm confident in this team that we get behind a little bit, we can come back 
and beat the Jaguars because Jaguars to me really ain't no threat. I mean, yeah, they got a young, nice, talented defense. They got nice three-headed monster and running backs and all, but, man, this, this Giants team, man, it surprised me, surprised a lot of people, and I'm just grateful that the Giants are great again, and that's all I got to say. I do have something to say to you, uh, Ray, before we go back to you and then a question for uh, Bakes. You said blitz. Now, is what type of blitz are you talking? Because it, that, when I said about Jacksonville is a, an excellent screen team, you could get snake bitten by blitzing up the middle where the screen could play into their hands. Uh, that's one thing they have done well in the transformation from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson especially with the quality of their backs and their linemen do definitely get downfield. So when I, when you say blitz, what kind of blitz is especially when we have seen on tape and Carl, it, you know, it kind of said it not only just their run game, but the screen game is fantastic too. Got to give them props. How do you feel about how you're going to blitz though? When you know they have a good screen game. Disguise it. Disguise the blitz. Just throw them off. Don't let them know what we're going to do. And I think that's going to be the key. I think if we do that and throw them off their game, then we have a chance of, if not sack them, at least put pressure on them throughout the whole game. Disguise the blitzes. Just make them think that we're not going to blitz. And just all of a sudden, once they snap the ball, we're coming with the blitz. Just catch them off guard. I think that's the only way we're going to succeed. All right, cool. Well, do you have a question for Bates? All right, Bates. My my question to you is, what what do the offensive line and defensive line key? What is the key parts for them this week against Jacksonville for them for the Giants to succeed? All right. Well, that's a good that's a good question. Um, so let me get the Lady Blue. Uh, what was Lady Blue's question again? Um, uh, Toby, you gonna, can speak um, up. Fair against or the offense can fare against what the offense need to do to fare against against the uh, the Jacksonville defense. Um, I think um, we stick to our plan. Right now, we we are we have some gadgets in us, but our, our bread and butter is really running the ball with Saquon and doing the play action. That's really our our our, our offensive identity right now. Um, I know Wandell came back last week and gave us some um, wide receiver spark, and we're looking a little bit for probably more of that. Um, I think teams are kind of catching on to the little gadget plays that we try to run and the, the wildcat. So um, we really got to open up the offense, the passing, and uh, we need Daniel Jones to be vigilant. We continue to protect the ball, but make plays downfield. I think that's the key. I think we need, even though it's working for us, we need to try to score more points too. And before getting bit or snake bit by always coming down from two score deficits in the second half, I think the defense needs to do that. I mean, the offense needs to do that to put them in a better opportunity to win. Uh, in terms of racing's question, in terms of what the offensive line and the defensive line need to do to be successful, uh, from the offensive standpoint, they need to keep protecting um, Daniel Jones on passing downs and in long and long yardage. 
um, especially on the right side. I know um, struggles on the right side a little bit. You need to show that up or add a tight end on that side to give them some protection or in those downs where they have the back come in to help chip block to show up that part and just, you know, um, give Daniel Jones an opportunity to make some plays down the field. As far as the defenses, they need to keep attacking the quarterback and holding their lane, especially they, uh, this team has a good running offense. Um, so they need to um, keep their lanes and just be able to shed the line and be able to tackle well. I think tackling well is definitely a key. I think we've been doing that the last three or four games, uh, or at least since the Cowboys game where we were tackling well um, in the second and third layers of the defense. So I think that those are some important keys right there. I think we have a good shot to win this game, but we just got to be careful. Even though we have a formula that keeps working, um, we still have to be able to put up more points and try to make, you know, a better offensive showing in the first half. Uh, you know, we, we're a good second-half team, and we need to add that. And I think with weapons coming back and in in healthy, we can make plays, make more plays. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the weekend, and I think we have a better shot. Um, this coach has just really injected some life into this team, and the team believes, and they're playing hard, and they're playing hard for him. And um, it's great to see the emotions on the sidelines, the emotions after plays, the unity, the camaraderie. That, that was something that was definitely missing from the New York football giants for a long time, and it's back, and I think it's helping. Um, the buy-in is definitely helping with the team playing together because a lot of these games we're coming back from, it's, it's just awesome to see. But I think they have a great opportunity um, to really win. Um, and continue our winning streak. Um, Bakes, uh, two things uh, from you, if you don't mind, sir. If you could, you know, while you're here, uh, if you could, you know, spell out the information one more time before your annual weekend. And number two, you know, if you have a question, who's next after you? Who's that? Who's that? Oh, Billy Bob's after you. So, you know, take your time, man. Okay. Um, information. Uh, definitely. All right. Well, well, first of all, Steve. Uh, as a as a you know a, a founding member of the Frontliners, I want to thank you again for always providing this platform for us to talk sports and talk uh, Giants football, along with all your other um, shows. Uh, we appreciate that, and I appreciate the opportunity for me to share. This is our fifth annual tailgate, guys. So you know, you know, we've been doing this for a while, so we've been getting pretty good about it, and there's a lot of excitement. So. Um, we have some events this Friday. Everything can be found on NYG Frontliners, on Instagram, Frontliners NYG, on Twitter, and The Frontliners on Facebook. And also we have a, a Facebook group called the Frontliners Jacksonville Takeover Weekend. So it's, it's plenty of outlets. We can find all the information. Friday there's a meet and greet at Sneakers Bar and Grill. Um, Saturday morning we're doing um, – we're doing a volunteer effort to give back to our troops. So we'd love for those, if they're in town, to come and help out it's from 10 to 1. We're going to meet about 9.45 before we go in. Um, come and give back. It's a great opportunity to help support our troops. We're packing holiday packages for our troops overseas. After that, um, that night we'll have another meetup at uh, Bay Street Bar and Grill. 
and all that information and location is listed on the websites or Instagram. And then Sunday we have our tailgate. We have our tailgate. We are in the touchdown lot, and we won't be hard to find. Uh, we have a DJ playing and mixing. We're going to be on the grill. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have a good time. And um, this is really sponsored by all the frontliners, all the people who make this happen. There's a ton of people coming into town, and we're looking to have a great, a really great time. So if you're in town, please show up, support, bring things to support the, the tailgate, and let's have a great time. Um, for Billy Bob, Billy Bob, my question to you is a personal question. You know we had that player, that player that used to wear 88, and now he's on he's on the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he's already spoke out about how. Say his name. Say his name. Say been, his name. <laughs> I'm, I swore to not ever say that man's name ever again. I was so fr- I've never been so frustrated. I've never been so frustrated with a player my whole life, um, with all the talent and just couldn't catch the ball and can't block. Um, what do you think he's going to do, and do you think we're going to shut him down? Although we struggle with tight ends, uh, what do you think he's going to do in the game against us? I'm, I'm sure he's going to be fired up. Do you think he's going to have a big game against us? Say his wow. name, Billy Bob. Wow. I, I, listen, before I even say his name, you know what, that was a good question because you know why it was a good question? Because that led, that led me to say that is official. We have our tight end. He may be listen to me when I say we got our tight end. Bellinger, is, I, I don't mean to go away from that question, but he has arrived. I'm, I'm telling y'all, we have a legit tight end. I mean, I, I'm looking like, to tell y'all the truth, he could be probably better than a couple of the other tight ends that we may, that if you want to say Boss, if you want to say uh, Jeremy Shockey or whoever may Ballard. We have a legit tight end, and he's young. So just for you to even say that, and it, it, it was like, what went wrong when we did have him? I couldn't tell you. We probably didn't know. It, it, I'm going to be real with you. It, when I keep saying I know your personnel, I just said we didn't know how to use him, point blank. But can every angle be, I said his name, Oh, wow. Can he be a factor in today's game? I mean, Sunday's game? Yeah. But it all depends on what defense are we playing. And I hope that Wink Martindale, I, like I said, I hope he mixes it up. I hope he gives show him blitz, but more, more likely play team defense. That's all I want to see, play team defense, and I don't want to have to play the comeback game because it falls into what Steve, all y'all been saying. If we have to play that comeback game, I think we might be in some trouble because now you're dealing with three running backs. And I think that's – and let's give Doug Peterson, he's going to run the ball if he figure out, like, come on. He gonna, if he has a lead, he's not going to do what the last three teams did and give away a lead, especially you knowing that your strength is your running game and you have three running backs. And like you said, Steve, with, with that – you could possibly build his confidence up with the screens, and that's why I don't want. That's what I don't want to let see happen. That's why I don't want to see happen. It is the quarterback from Jacksonville build his confidence off of us, and that's what I don't want to see. So I would just say, hopefully, we play with the lead. Say with our offense, and I think why teams are having trouble stopping our offense in the second half 
Daniel Jones doesn't really have a go-to guy. And so when you don't have a go-to guy where you can sit there and say, we got to keep, take this guy out, take this guy out, it's just kind of hard because, like you said, we can come in the first the first half. If you notice, every time in the first half we'll run a gadget play, and, and after that it's just like, okay, let's open up the playbook for Daniel Jones, which he's just hitting everybody and is, and is, is, is flowing along with the run game. And then you is that's the that's like almost like it's it's beautiful to me just not to have a go to guy. But I'm telling y'all, we have a legit tight end. So when you have a blanket, when you have a safety, when you have that safety blanket covered dog, it's like a quarterback best friend. And and I guess I'm starting to realize if Dan Jones knows that that's in his back pocket. In the red zone, Bellinger been doing his thing. I, I I hate to say that he's been opening up, but we cannot play this comeback game. With this team, because that just it just it, it's not gonna fit. Because like I said, if that run game, if they happen to get the lead, they're gonna try to ram it down our throat. But as far as our defense, if we play team defense and do it and show blitz when we post the blitz and drop back when we post the drop back, I think the Giants are in a good position to win. It's not that hard. It, it, it's just not that hard no more. Because I think we they the Giants have came a long way to understand we can win games now. That's kind of hard. It's kind of hard when you're a losing team and you're a winning team. Once you figure out how to win games, you just, you just feel like there's an opportunity to be made. And that's what Julian Love seeing. That's what our defense see in, in, in last game. It was like even though we was down, once that opportunity came, they took it and sent and seized it, seized the moment. And that's what, that's what it's all about, once you figure out how to win games. And that's what I think David, Brian Dale planned in their head. Once they figured out how to win games, it's like it's, it's contagious now. It's just contagious. It doesn't matter. It's just once you figure that out, you're good to go. Hey, I have a question. Winning is, uh, go ahead, winning Carl. is contagious and losing. I can say winning is contagious, and as we've seen over the last, what, 10 years, losing is contagious. Okay. And it is. Billy Bob. And it is go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Finish it up, but I have a question, and then we can go to um, Kristen. Uh, Oh, you said do not get behind on this team, right? Uh, they've blown leads in this, uh, this season. They've blown the lead to Washington in the fourth quarter. They uh, they had a, their best win this year when they went to L.A. when they played the Chargers. They had a they had a lead on Philadelphia and blew that lead. They had a lead on Indianapolis last week and blew that lead. So they have shown through six, seven weeks that they've had the lead, and especially in the fourth quarter and lost that lead, where we've actually come back in the fourth quarter all season for the most part. So why would you say or or why would you think we would not be able to come back on them if we were down in the fourth quarter when we have shown just last week and pretty much since week one, we've been a good fourth quarter team? Just just what you said is like, like you said, they've been blowing leads. And as far as blowing leads, how do you how you correct your blowing another lead? It's just football one on one. If you have the lead, just you go with your best stuff and run the ball out. You and like you just y'all just called it out. If they got three running backs that can finish off a game and just be like, hey, Trevor Lawrence, don't mess this up. It's the same way we telling Daniel Jones, don't mess this up. And I mean, as far as he's not he's not messing it up, but. If they can just continue, if they if they have the lead, I think they're not going to do it. With Doug Peterson, that's cor- that's a correctable mistake. You you can correct that. It's, it's just a little correction of that, of just knowing like, oh, we have leads going into games. How do we finish it? It's almost like almost saying 
telling it's almost like telling Baltimore that too, but Baltimore didn't they were trying to pass the ball even with the lead. So I didn't get that part. And they blew it by just standing in the shotgun, blowing that and the, the, Lamar Jackson just happened to do, play a dunk. I mean, just do a stupid pass. So these are correctable mistakes. That's what I'm saying. If, if, if Jacksonville understands what they're doing and have a lead against us and they know we like to come back in the second half, they're not going to do that. So that's why I say it, it, this is the NFL. These are all professionals. They're going to know what time it is. They're going to be like, let's just get out of here and get the win. But that's what I'm saying. We cannot do it. I just don't think this is not the game to do it. If this is the game that show us that we we officially arrived to step on their neck, let's show it. Let's just show it. Let's show that we're the better team and not go in like that. Okay. Um, we go to Kristen next, but you have a question for uh, Kristen. Then we got Dre and Big O. Uh, you got a question uh, for Kristen. Kristen, I just want to know. I mean, I just really want to know, am I correct about our tight end arriving and I think he's just a sleeper, but do you think he's the comfort that he is? Do you think that he's probably going to make Daniel Jones to what we all think that Daniel Jones can be down the line? Still not our franchise quarterback. He's listen, the, the man's getting the job done and he's doing what he's supposed to do right now. He's doing exactly what he's being told to do. And that's his job. Finally. Finally. And we have a coach that's not going to put up with the bullshit. So the minute he does go left, he is going to pull him out and he's going to talk to him. So not real. But as far as my comment is, Ward and Thibodeau, let's close that gap on them. Let's put the pressure on the quarterback. Danny Jones, keep doing your job, baby. Let's get the job done. If we keep doing what we did last week and the week before, we will be just fine. If we need to adjust, we readjust, and we go back out there and we fight to the end. That's it. Believe Blue. Can't wait for you guys to come to Jacksonville. I love you, Lady Blue. Waiting for all you guys to come down so we can enjoy the game. All right. Shout out to Chris. Chris, do you have a question for Dre? Um, no, not right now. Okay, we'll go to back to Billy Bob. Um, Billy Bob, you want to throw that same question at Dre or or get get his thoughts on whatever about the game? Same question, Jay. Listen, do you think Bellinger could be the comfort the comfort blanket that Daniel Jones needs to be successful down the line? That means going into the red zone. Or just even making him that that quarterback that we need. Because once you can't find it, you see even have that tight end. Do you think that's what it is to make Dane Jones that top level quarterback? All right, y'all can hear me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, Billy Bob. Like you like you alluded to earlier. You know, Daniel Jones don't have no number one. So how 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 do you? how do defensive coordinators draw up, you know, a, a playbook to go against that? Who, who are you going to cover? You, you can't because anybody can get the ball at any given time. Now, um, as for now, yeah, he could, he could completely be that blanket. But in the future, no, because with Christian just, Christian just, just said, 
he's I, I really don't think he's gonna be our future quarterback, but to to keep him level level ground and, and, and on his on his game or what the coaches are asking him to do, that's you know, our tight end now is the perfect weapon for him. And um I was I was listening, I came in late, but I was listening about the Steve said something about the the tight end. We're gonna call him double E. Okay, so last week Oh, you say his name. You know, go ahead. Feel free. Yeah, yeah, look, look. Like, I hate I hate him. I hate but listen, look, last week, no, Baltimore didn't expose us for not covering the tight end. We are everybody on here known for over a decade we couldn't cover the tight end. The reason why it took so long for a team to test us on that is because you gotta think about it. Our passing our passing defense came in to the game last week at number two in the whole league. So what that tell you? That tell you that our secondary been shutting things down. Our our DB's been shutting things down. But just like our record, you know, teams are sleeping on us. They don't think that we really the number two defense. So, you know, Baltimore came in, okay, these guys are for real. And the only thing that he had to throw to was the tight end, the underneath. Now the underneath is wide open because we locking, we locking it down in the secondary. So I just hope Wink got a game plan, you know, against that. You know, he could disguise blitzes and everything and have, you know, somebody drop back and cover the tight end. I'm hoping that's that's what he do, but I'm just I'm just hoping that he's not brushing off that over a decade we had a problem covering the covering the tight end and that he locks that down because the minute that you take a team lightly, we as fans could take teams lightly. We're not we're not coaching, but the minute the coaches do it, we're five and one instead of six and zero. Oh. I'm gonna explain that. Okay, Dak gets injured first game. We go against Cooper Rush. Was there any blitz packages dialed up? No. Why? Because we're going against Cooper Rush. That's what we say as the fans, but you're not supposed to think like that as a coach. And it bit us in the ass. He picked us apart. And that's in, in, in a couple of weeks when I, when I said about the Giants playing down to, you know, competition, and Carl said, well, no, because that would mean that the team is sorry. No, I'm talking about if – like, for instance, if Lamar Jackson got injured in practice the week that we played them, would our defense still be disciplined? Or would they be like, oh, it's Lamar Jackson not there? You're supposed to keep the same game plan. The same game plan we would have ran against Dak, we should have kept against Rush. And we would have had a better chance of winning that game. That's That's what I mean by playing down to, you know, Playing down to a team, not playing down to a team as a as, as overall. Like if a team is one in six and we go in there, no, I'm not talking about playing because they sorry. Not playing down like that. I'm talking about impact players. Every team has impact players, whether they're sorry, whether they got a sorry record or not. It's always one or two players that could get you. And if those players are out, you're supposed to do the game plan as if they're still in there because you could end up losing. Um, now, as far as the um, the offensive line, man, you know, left side, you know, my boy Tom has got that on lockdown. We're going to need Neil to, to go on and step it up. You know, we're going to need him to 
going. He's he's doing okay. We're gonna need him to step it up. Um, Thomas Thomas had a little trouble his first year too, but look at him now. But once Thomas, once Neil step it up, and we got Thomas stepping it up, oh man, that's you know, offensive line is coming is coming together. Um, yeah, man, like like just, just cover just just cover the tight end, man. Cause sunshine will tear us apart. Sunshine will tear us apart if we don't cover that tight end. I'm telling you. All right. Um. I actually have a question for Big O too, but do you have a question for Big O? Oh, he's next in the uh, in the order. Yeah, my boy O. All right, Big O. Um, what do you think? I mean, do you you do you get what I'm saying about you know the tight end and taking teams lightly with their impact players? And I mean, do you agree to some extent on what I said? Okay, and also, oh, my question, um, because we heard a lot of uh, the talk tonight with the Giants have a lot of distribution across, you know, a lot of players get uh, uh, targets. Well, the same could be said for Jacksonville. How do you defend Jacksonville when you see Christian Kirk with the, you know, he's probably their best wide receiver, 44 targets, Zay Jones, and the, I ain't going to say his name. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. The other guy. <laughs> Nah, 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 nah. Marvin Jones, uh, the Detroit receiver, you know, he's got like 30-plus targets. Even Antione, he's got the best yak on the team, and he's the running back. He has the best yards after the catch. I'm saying he's a dual threat, a legit dual threat, because him and Lawrence, same college, they know each other really well, you know. But uh, my question is how you defend all, you know, who do you defend? How do you defend it? Just play discipline and also Dre's uh, 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 question you just heard and fire away. Okay. Hey, man, good evening to everybody. Oh, man, um, I heard all y'all, man, look, I'm, this team is just not the same old Giants team, man. I, I, I'm i not going to say I'm not worried about Doug Peterson. He's he's a a, a strong offensive mind. Um, to, to what Graham said, to, to what, what, what you said, I, I agree with you a little bit, but I – this team, Dable is a is an offensive mind. This team lately, these last few games, this team's been acting like Mayweather. When Mayweather gets in the in in, in the ring, he doesn't know what his opponent's going to do. So he, he he fills his opponent out, and then after a few rounds, he figures out what you're doing. He comes back and spanks you behind. This is what the Giants is this year, man. They, the the coaching is right now is is at. Uh, I can't even – I don't even know what to call this coaching staff. They're doing great work. I was – people were worried about the running game. We got gashed a little bit last week. And the only reason why we got gashed like that, everybody – Baltimore knows Wink's defense, just like Wink knows Lamar Jackson. He knows Lamar Jackson's weakness. He exposed it, you know, last week. Um, we got gashed on a few running plays because the team knows when, when – Winks is in a slant defense. We're just going to push everybody one way, and we're going to go the other way. So I'm not worrying about the run. I'm not worrying about them stopping the run. The defense is going to stop the run. Trust and believe they're going to stuff that run. Um, what we're going to do is put pressure on Lawrence. Wink last week blitzed 62% of the game. Prior to that, it's been 
You know, so he 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 rushed Cooper Rush. It was just that we got at the, we could have won that game. We just got out coached a little bit, and, and 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 we was lacking personnel. Everybody knows that the Giants' defense been weak when it comes to covering tight ends. Man, it's been weak for years. This year we're kind of weak because our linebackers are not really good covering linebackers. That's why they brought Jalen Smith back because um, remember I was telling you that uh uh. Our other linebacker, I, 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 I had a problem with him, and the only reason why I had a problem was because in coverage he's horrible, um, and that's why they brought Smith in. And that's another reason why they brought our boy back is because he's not going to be playing safety. He's going to be playing that in-the-box small linebacker, and his job is to jam up tight ends, rough them up for, five, for, 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 for four or five yards, and that defense is, and they're expecting that defensive line and them linebackers to get there, which which they are. They, they, you, you've seen our defense, man. I mean, O'Shea Zimenez, Ward, these are backups playing great football right now. And that's to tell you, that's what's, what that's telling you is our coaching is impeccable, man. Our, our coaching is serious. Um, this team is not the same team anymore. They believe everything the coaches are, are throwing at them, and they're going out and executing it at 110%. Our corners are locked down corners. So it, 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 this is – I'm talking about this defense is number two. It's a solid number two, and, 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 and rightfully so. Yeah, do we need more improvement? Of course. But there's no defense in the league that's like 100%. You're going to get blown, so you're going to blow some plays. You're going to get gashed on a couple of plays. But if you can hold it down and play solid football and don't worry about the last play and, and, and make the next play better, this team has proved to me this year – because I, I I didn't expect us to win the, sh- the, the 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 Green Bay game, and this game here that we 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 just beat the Ravens, I I kind of knew that Wink had a plan for Lamar Jackson because he knows he practices against this man every day. He knows what Lamar can't do and knows what Lamar is good at. If we stop him from running or keep him boxed in, and and Dexter Lawrence, you know Dexter Lawrence is playing like. Pro Bowl football right now. Dexter Lawrence sh- crashing up that 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 inside of that 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 interior offensive lineman, having having uh, uh, Lamar not be be able to step up sometimes or run through that little gap that he always do every freaking game and get like 160 something yards a game. He came and controlled that. You need to keep that same system with the, with, with 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 this next game that we about to play because um this quarterback he is mobile. But he will he will screw it up. He will screw it up. If he's just, I don't know. He's not that guy that I saw in college. He's having a rough time. I don't know. I think he's reading defenses, maybe reading defenses. But I know for a fact that Wink got a package deal for this dude. The the line the 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 lineup the the way this off the this this the scheme that he has. There was a there was a there was a a play that I saw and and this was uh Boldinger breaking this play down how the defense was lined up on a on on a sack that they got on Lamar. You're not gonna know what Wink's gonna do. You're not. Wink is one of the hardest hardest defensive coach to coach against because his lineups are, are crazy. You know, and if you execute him the way he tells you to execute him, man, you, you're gonna be successful. Um, this team, man, is I, I wouldn't worry about. Getting gashed by Evan Ingram's, I'm gonna say his name because Evan Ingram's is still soft. He's still soft. He is still soft. 
You jam them up. You jam them up. You beat them up. Because these players put this. They, these players. These, these, these players put their pants on just like we do, one leg at a time. So it, it's mano y mano. This team here is going to surprise every a lot of people this year, man. Because these last two games that we just won, man, I, I I cannot doubt this defense and this coaching staff ever on any game. I'm 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 banking on this coaching staff. Has, they, 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 have, they have something ready. They have something ready, and, 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 and Jacksonville's not going to be ready for it. Playing behind, I don't even worry. I'm not even worrying about that either. Right. I, I, I think that. Go wrap ahead. it up, oh. Wrap it up. Oh, no, we got to wrap it up, oh. My bad. You know what to no, finish your thought. Finish your thought. Uh, my thought, get to the no, my thought is no. I'm just saying that I'm not worrying about it, man. I know this coaching staff is going. They they got something cooked up for uh, for Jacksonville. Um, getting behind, I, I would you know I wouldn't worry about it because I, I again like I said, this team once they figure out what you're doing to them, they come in, they come back the second half and adjust. It, 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 it's 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 lights out. It's lights out from there, man. I mean, who you know you win some, you lose some. But I this game here could be a trap game, but I I, I doubt it. I heavily doubt this game right. be a track game. All right, we got without further ado, we got a few minutes. Let's jump right into it, Carl. Uh, we'll lead off with you with the picks, confidence picks. I didn't do the total, so that's on me. Well, one day I just sit down and just do it, man. But uh, let's rock and roll, Carl. We got uh, uh, Colts at Titans. I'm missing one of the games. Yeah. All right, Colts at Titans, uh, Falcons at Bengals, Jets at Broncos, Giants at uh, Jaguars. Okay, that was that. that was the one I was looking for the the jet game. Okay. okay. Um all right, you know what? Let's uh let's let's proceed. Um You know what? Give me the Jets with four. Uh, I'm going to take a risk on that one. Um let's go this is risky here. Uh Colts 3. Can't believe they're going to be in first place after this week. Wow. Um Give me Atlanta. Uh, you know, uh, you know they've been covering every game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Cincinnati, but give me two of those. And uh, that point spread of this game Sunday has me wondering that that's a sucker's bet. So you know what? Give me Jacksonville with a point. <laughs> All right. Shout outs to Carl, LB, Lady Blue. Who do you got? Four Bengals, three Titans, two Giants, one Broncos. All right, I had to write that down. You speak fast. I got it, though. <laughs> gotcha. Denver for two. Okay, gotcha. Racing. Are you up? You sure, Racing? Yup. I got Giants four, Jets three, Bengals two, Colts one. All right, I got it. I got it. Shout out to Ray, man. Got it. We got Okay, Bakes, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm gonna okay. give me Jets, Jets three, Cincy. I mean Jets three, Cincy two, Colts one, and Giants four. Okay, shouts to Bakes on that. Uh, Billy Bob, give me Denver one, Tennessee two, Bengals three, Giants four. 
Okay, I got it. I see what you said. Okay. Yeah. NYG4. Okay, shout out to uh, Billy Bob. Is Kristen still with us? Yes, she is. Kill it. Kristen. Famous Lady Blue. I'm going to piggyback off of her. Okay. All right, let's go to Dre and get his thoughts. Uh, Giants 4, getting Titans 3. Um, who did the Jets play? Denver. Okay. Um, yeah, give me give me Jets. Uh, give me Jets too, and give me um, who played tonight? Arizona. Um, and give me That's Arizona. That's not one of the games. Arizona game with, is not with, on the table. With, what's the other Colts game? At, what's the last game? Colts at Titans. Colts at Titans. Falcons at Bengals. Jets at Broncos. Giants at Jaguars. Get, get, give me Falcons at one. That's the one I was missing. ATL, Falcons at one. Shout out to Dre. Big O. Uh, Giants at four. Uh, you say uh, the Denver plays the Jets. Jets at one. Yep. Okay. Um, give me Tennessee at two. Okay. And uh, Bengals at three. All right, cool. In my picks, I had Tennessee at four, Cincinnati at three, Jets at two. I got to go it again, man. Keep the good times rolling. Jaguars at one. I'll eat crow. Uh, I'll eat the crow, man. It is what it is, man. We got final thoughts, man. Um, let's go. Everybody get it, like, ah, 20 seconds. We'll probably do, like, a 10-minute overtime so you guys can spit y'all thing on, on the OT because I know a lot of people – uh, came on. Uh, Carl, give us like 20 seconds to wrap it up, and then everybody, 20 seconds. Yeah, hey, good to hear everybody. Uh, safe travels for those making the uh, trip to Jacksonville. Um, I was thinking about this last week. I was going to mention it. If you look at the 2017 Buffalo Bills, um, and cause I'm thinking about Dayball and how he got his start, and take a look at how that season went in a very similar situation to where the Giants are in right now, where they started. There's a lot of similarities, and they made the playoffs that very first year, um, surprising everybody. So maybe this year may not be so surprising. Shout out to Carl at the C Notes on Twitter. Give him a, a tweet on social media. Chop it up with him. And shout out to Carl. Lady Blue, your final thoughts. Give us like 20 seconds, everybody. Final thoughts. I just want to hope we get to shut their mouths this weekend, and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody this weekend in Jacksonville. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Shout out to Lady Blue. Racing. Final thoughts. Final thoughts are Brian Dable, best coach since Tom Coughlin. This stat, this coaching staff is phenomenal, and all I gotta say is. Giants going to win, man. Let's go, baby. Be bleed blue all day. All right, cool. Thank you very much. Let's go to Bakes. Get his yeah, final thoughts is um, looking forward to a great weekend in the Jacksonville area with all the bleed blue family, uh, stakeholders and frontliners, and looking for a great game, looking for the same formula to be implemented, and we're looking for another win because now we have a winning culture. Go blue. Go Blue. Shout out to Bakes. Thank you very much. Billy Bob, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Yeah, we're above 500, like I said. And the thing is, they say Billy Bob, what you smoking? We just need everybody to say opportunity. 
Stock was on a one thousand nine hundred and eighty six percent since last Sunday. That was a really bar, man. That was a really bar. Kristen, final thoughts. Let's be aggressive, play smart, play clean. Let's keep the penalties to a minimum, and let's just stifle the quarterback. Let's bleed blue, and let's go. Come on down to Jacksonville and join us. We love you guys. Can't wait to see everybody. Bleed blue, let's get this win. All right, shout-outs to Kristen. Thank you very much. Let's go to Dre, and then uh, Big O, and we'll wrap up. Listen, we got to go in there, do what we need to do, do what, you know, they balled and taught them to do. Um you know, just win this game conventionally, little, little penalties. And like I said last week, it's a lot of festivities going on. Tomorrow in the afternoon before everything pop off, go and see Lady Blue, man. Y'all got time to go do it. Go see Lady Blue. Go holler at D-Bakes and the Frontliner. They always hold it down. They always got the, the liveest parties. Lead Blue. All right, shout-outs to Dre. Thank you very much. And big old final thoughts. Yeah, man, we get Aziz Ajalari back too this week, so I'm pretty much sure they're gonna they, they're gonna send the house, they're gonna send the dogs at them boys, man. So um, it's gonna be a good game. I don't care if we win it close, ugly by a blowout, just win, baby. Bleed blue. All right, bleed blue. Uh, my final thoughts. Um, last time I b- believe uh, we went there, we were up twenty-one nothing, and there was a guy named J.T. Thomas for the uh, Jaguars who had a superb game. Next thing you know, Jerry Reese was so enthralled by that game, he signed him to a contract and it never panned out. And we were spinning our wheels to <laughs> this season. It took like, what, eight years to get back to where we are in our winning ways. Well, we had a one winning season in 16, but you get the point, man. Let's not hope for another J.D. Thomas type of outing from the Jaguars. Let's not um, have another J.T. Thomas type of game and uh, hopefully secure the lead. Play solid football and and hopefully I'm wrong on the pick so we can go for another win. All right, Sangresu, ladies and gentlemen, bleed blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blue, 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 blue,